Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Probably didn't go as scripted last night for a lot of people. We'll dive into it. Welcome to the program. Hour one this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll check in with the Buccaneers. We'll check in with the Cowboys. Dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. New t-shirts. Oh, Seton just sent these to me. I love them. danpatrick.com. We got some postseason t-shirts ready for you, all available at danpatrick.com. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. Streaming partner, download the app. You can watch for free. Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and now approaching 400 radio affiliates around the country. So the Cowboys smoked the Buccaneers. Five touchdown performance for Dak Prescott. Threw for four, ran for one. And I'm wondering, what are people going to find fault with with the Cowboys today? Mike (laughs) McCarthy had a wonderful night. Dak Prescott did. The defense did. Here's the thing that we refuse to buy into. Yours truly. Well, Tom Brady, Tom Brady wins these games. It's only a three-point spread. Tom Brady at home. Oh, we can't go out this way. But then you go back. The Buccaneers weren't a good team all year long. They beat the Cowboys opening weekend. That was it. They beat them by 16 in week one. They beat the Saints by 10 in week two. And then since then, their other wins have been by six points or less. The Buccaneers' average margin of victory this season was 6.3 points. That's 27th in the NFL. By comparison, the Niners were number one. Their average margin of victory was almost 17 points per game. So the Buccaneers were 27th average margin of victory. The Texans were last at 4.3 points per game. The Buccaneers were only two points better than that. Tampa's not a good team. Wasn't a good team. At 8-9, really not a playoff team. But they were in a bad uh, division. But we bought into Tom Brady. Nobody else. You know, they have receivers. Okay, I thought they had an elite defense when they beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That defense was disappointing. 
but give credit to Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott because normally we don't do that. The media doesn't do that. And, you know, everything that was sort of set up after that week one loss by the Cowboys, we've been holding on to. Yeah, Mike McCarthy you know, loses week one. Uh-oh, he's on the hot seat. He did a great job. Like him or not, respect him or not, people have a, a problem with Mike McCarthy, I think, because of how he looks. You know, in this day and age, your coach, oh, on the sidelines, he looks like a coach. Mike McCarthy, you know, looks like somebody who might be a vendor there or he might be an assistant coach there. He doesn't have that presence there. Therefore, we look at him and we question some of his. Now, he's, you know, you can find fault with things that he's done, but I think you also have to give credit to Mike McCarthy. Did they beat a good team last night? No, they did not. But you still beat Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, now the question's going to be, oh, can he leave? Can he leave like that? Can you go out like that? Does anybody remember Joe Montana's last game? Just off the top of your head, because he used to be the greatest quarterback of all time. So I'm just curious if anybody remembers the numbers that uh, Joe Montana put up. I got him here, in case you're wondering. He uh, was with the Kansas City Chiefs, 1994 playoffs. Uh, ended the season... He uh, was 26 of 37, 314 yards, two touchdowns, lost to Dan Marino, had a late-game interception. I don't know how many people said, well, you can't go out that way. You can't go out that way because we move on. Montana was seven years younger than Tom Brady. But with Tom Brady, he can't go out that way. Well, unless he wins the Super Bowl, he's probably going to go out that way. Does he go someplace else next year? Does he come back to Tampa? If he had gone out last year, that would be an unbelievable way to go out. Ran out of time against the Rams. But what you saw last night was not pretty at all. But they're not a good team. Didn't have a good offensive line. Had injuries. Uh, Godwin was back. He had Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, no show. But this is a team where you go, okay, 13-4 and four last year. They should reload. They should be ready to go. And it never materialized. They weren't a good team. And it was evident last night. Because now we're looking at the Cowboys, who didn't look good the last month of the season, looked terrible last week against the Commanders. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Cowboys, that's a different team there. Are they? Or did they just beat a bad team? And I could see both. By the way, in case you're wondering, the Niners hosting the Cowboys. Cowboys are uh, getting three and a half. That's it. Three and a half. Huh. Bengals getting five now against the Bills. Giants seven and a half against the Eagles. Jags eight and a half against the Chiefs. Those are the uh, updated betting lines according to DraftKings. But if you're going to find fault with the Cowboys, you might find fault with their place kicker. Keep in mind, this is a place kicker who kicks 60-yard field goals, two of them, in one game against Minnesota. Here is the Cowboys radio network with the fourth missed extra point. Come on, Brett, you can do it. Here's the snap. It's good. The extra point kick is up. It kicked off the right upright and went out. My goodness. Here's the... Third missed extra point. 
I am praying. Hold your breath. Praying for Brett Maher to make this extra point. This extra point. He kid. missed it. He pulled it. He pulled, it, pulled it to left. the left. Like any good golfer, you miss two shots to the right, the next one you pull into the water left. Well, it's in his oh, hand my now. Goodness. What the hell was going on last night? Here's Mike McCarthy on his kicker. We need Brett. He, he understands that. So, uh, you know, we need to get back on it this week and, you know, get him ready to go. Obviously, we're kicking out, you know, an outdoor stadium out there in, in Santa Clara. So, um, but, you know, we, you know, um, yeah, he's disappointed, but, uh, you know, we need him. We need him to focus in. And, you know, he's, he's been super clutch for us all year. So, um, but that's the plan. What the heck happened there? By the way, I was curious what the over-under uh, was, and I thought it was 45 and a half. So I'm watching, and I'm going, okay, you know, the extra points sometimes, one or two, and then it's four. I'm thinking, okay, it's, what's the score? Okay, we do carry the you know, 31-14, 45. <gasps> under. He kicks one extra point. Ouch. Imagine if that's what you put $1.4 million yeah. down on to yeah. win 11,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, this program run, uh, run by uh, Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com and uh, sign up. Doesn't cost you anything to win that amazing Sprinter van that Seton and the French kid are taking cross-country for the Super Bowl. Close to 75,000 people have entered but that thing is uh, going to be on the road in a couple of weeks, headed out to uh, Phoenix. we got a play of the day poll question, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Your phone calls always welcome. Uh, LeBron had 48 last night. Jason Tatum at 51. Grizzlies have won 10 in a row. Jim Harbaugh staying at Michigan. Y- yay? Yay. We kept our coach. Yeah. Nobody wanted our coach in the NFL, and he's coming back. Yay. Yay! Uh, the Texans have interviewed Sean Payton. All right, uh, poll question, Seaton. What do you have for me today, Dan? I've actually got a whole bunch of true or false questions for you. Uh, ready? Okay. All right. Uh, so, like the first one, Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. True or false? Well, now he's moved into the top five quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm sure t- this week. Last week he was not. This morning he is a top five quarterback. Yeah. I just don't know if you can be week to week. You can't be a elite quarterback and it's week to week. Like Eli Manning, it felt like an elite quarterback can't spell elite without E L I. And I'm like, no, not an elite quarterback. Good quarterback, but you need to be consistent. I don't think Dak Prescott's consistent enough. But he had a great game, wonderful game last night. So, no, not not an elite quarterback. Elite performance, not an elite quarterback. So you're going to go false on that question. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, here's uh-huh. one for you. This I know you're going to love this well, one. I, because I think you can only have, like, five quarterbacks that are elite at one point. Okay, so what are your top five, then? If Dak's not in it, who are you taking out? Well, I would put in Patrick Mahomes. Natch. Joe Burrow. Josh Allen. I would still have Justin Herbert in there. You would. Yes, I would. Ooh, yes, man. I would. And let's see. Who else do I want to put in there? I'm going to put Brock. Per- no, no, I'm not putting in there. Uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is in there anymore. 
TB12 is not in there. TB12 is not in there. He was just removed last night. Yes, he was. Yeah. Not not elite this year. Uh, who would be my fifth quarterback? Who am I missing here? There were moments, by the way, last night that the Buccaneers looked so terrible that, like, Tom Brady would, like, throw the ball. It would be, like, seven yards off target, right? Yeah. And then when you look back at the replay and Troy Aikman will be like, I don't really know what Mike Evans is doing here. <laughs> and Mike Evans, like, ran out 10 yards, ran in a circle for some reason, and then took off to the left, and Tom Brady threw it to the right. And you're like, what the hell kind of route was that? I never know if they run a, the wrong route. We always see the quarterback. It's you never, you never see a wide receiver point back at a quarterback and like, what the hell are you doing? It's always the quarterback's doing that to the wide receiver. But, yeah, there were times where I'm thinking, I don't know what the offensive game plan is other than, Tom, just keep throwing. And you're throwing. I, I, it, it struck me like Ben Roethlisberger two years ago had 68 pass attempts against the – you're not winning a game. And if you have no running game, you're one-dimensional. Micah Parsons looked like he was playing out back with his friends. He was, like, laughing and joking. Like, there they was getting in the Buccaneers huddle. You didn't have to have a defensive philosophy. You know, Dan Quinn didn't have to go, you know, we have to really devise something to uh, shut down TB12 there. What else do you have, Seaton? Uh, here's another true or false for you. True or false. True or false. All right. Mike McCarthy's job is safe. <laughs> See, that's another one where, you know, the media's got to be going, oh, he had a great game last night. Now we can't critique him. But is it enough? Um his job shouldn't be in jeopardy. It shouldn't be. But it it might be. Now, here's uh, if he gets blown out against San Francisco, like what's the margin of victory that you would go, I don't know, maybe it's time to uh, make a change there. I, I guess the only way you make a change is if you really believe in Sean Payton and you really don't believe in Mike McCarthy. And what he did last night, I can't find fault with that. You know, it's great when you have Tony Pollard there, who I love. Love watching him. Yeah, Paul. If you guys were the head coach after Brett Maher misses his third extra point, if you notice the tide had turned, like he misses the first extra point, all the guys in the huddle are like, all right, get it together. Second extra point, they're all patting him on the back, get it together. After the third uh, mixed extra point, they started walking away from him, and they, didn't, they were like frustrated. After the fourth, Prescott and other players were yelling on the sidelines, let's go for two. Would you have stuck yeah. with the kicker because you do need him for the next month? Or would you have said, hey, we need points here. We'll go for two for the rest of the game. No, I got to I gotta have him kick one. You know, that, until that, he makes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep scoring touchdowns until you make an extra point here. Yeah. And, and when he did, even the Buccaneers <laughs> fans cheered for him. The whole stadium erupted when he finally hit a, an extra point. Hey, all right. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tom. You can't miss two extra points in a row. You go for two after the second one. It's just inexcusable. You missed two straight. I know you don't want to have him lose his confidence, and you need him if you win for the divisional playoff and beyond. Once the second one in a row misses, okay. two-point conversion. You're going to be Mike McCarthy. You, he, just, he just missed two in a row. You just scored a touchdown, and you're going to go over there and tell him that uh, he's not kicking. I'm going to put my arm around him and say, hey, maybe it's not your night, and don't worry about it. You know, We still love you, but you know what? The rest of the way, we're going to go don't for worry about it. You're worrying about it. I'm, I got to go over. I got to acknowledge. I'm not going to like blow him up and give him a cold shoulder. I will acknowledge the decision I'm making, but just wanted to let you know. Maybe it's just not your night. Have a seat. We're going to go for two when we're in these situations. The rest of the game. Are you Are you going to politely bench him? I will. 
I'm not going to say, what the hell is that out there? Are you kidding me? This is the playoffs. You got You can't hit an extra two in a row you missed? Yes. Yeah, Have you guys ever watched a sporting event with Todd that he cared about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is his demeanor more like exhibit A or exhibit B there? Is he more like, hey, buddy, don't worry about yeah, it, okay? Is no you going to do this or going to be like, holding? It's, holding easy, to, it's easy to say that when you're pretending to be the Cowboys coach. <laughs> if I was the Broncos head coach and that was going on, I would probably be a little more... It was crazy. second and 12, that was third and 15? What are you guys doing? They suck. Yeah, How they is suck. that offsides? How could that possibly be offsides? How could you possibly be offsides to get divisional playoff round? Yeah, you would not be able to put your arm around your kicker. Hey. Maybe it's not your night, buddy, no, no, no. but okay, we're, we're the not kicker disappointing was, you. It's okay. If it's the okay. kicker was a female, he absolutely would. Oh, yeah. Come out, come here. Come on. How was your commute to the stadium? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll check in with the Buccaneers. Have they seen the last of Tom Brady? Ed Werder will join us. He covers the Cowboys. He'll join us a little bit later on, and I'm sure we will hear from Shea and Irving after an impressive performance by his Cowboys last night. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Sleep number right now. Take advantage of this special edition that they have the uh, 360 smart bed. It's a queen. Now it's $1,999. You save $1,000. Plus you get special financing for a limited time. I'm getting ahead of myself. Quality sleep so important. This is your New Year's resolution. Get great sleep. Sleep should be your number one priority. Every great day starts the night before. When you go into the store... Ask about Sleep IQ technology. Ask about the Sleep Number 360 smart beds. Ask about how do I get my sleep number? What does that mean? They have all kinds of tips for you to get a great night's sleep. Keep the thermostat 65 to 68 degrees. Ideal for sleep. Take advantage of this big sale. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Patrick, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive. Your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Here is Tom Brady after the game last night saying goodbye to the media. I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort. And I know it's hard for you guys, too. It's hard for us players to make it through. And you guys got a tough job. And I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support. And, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be. And thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, all you regulars. And um, just very grateful for the respect. And I and, uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Greg Allman was there. He covers the Bucks, the NFC South for Fox Sports, and he's kind enough to join us after last night's festivities. Uh, what was Tom Brady saying there? It felt like a goodbye. It felt like I, he hasn't done that the last two seasons. It was nice for him to say it, but, yeah, thank you for welcoming me. It uh, doesn't sound like something you say to somebody you expect to see in OTAs or, or back in July and August here. So I don't know that he's even decided yet. Um but that, that felt like it had some finality to it. Seeing his parents on the field uh, as he walked off, that felt like it might be an ending. But an ending to his Buccaneers career or an ending to his NFL career? That's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> and, I, and I don't, I mean, he's, he's, that, that's the bigger question than it is for here in Tampa, absolutely. I, I don't know. Um, he's got to weigh his options here. And he kind of has to do that from a football standpoint, from a family standpoint. It, it's where Tom's been all season. Um, and I don't know if there's an obvious answer that, that satisfies both for him uh, enough to make him come back at 46 and, and try it one more time with, with a third chapter somewhere. What did you expect last night? Uh, better than that. Um, you know, I, I think there was some momentum in the week just because the Bucks had gotten a lot of guys back from injury. Um, you know, the opportunity that he had for everything that this season wasn't, they always had the, the consolation of, you know, a division championship, a home playoff game. It's kind of like you get in the tournament, it doesn't matter what seed you are, anything's possible. And they always had that kind of hanging until last night. And then it looked like so many games this year where they come out uh, flat on offense. The defense kind of gave way quickly. And Brady's had these games this year where there's, you know, Brady magic. And you go back to the Rams and the Saints and the Cardinals and even the Panthers. And there's these amazing finishes, but it's games in which they really didn't show up until about five minutes were left. And that's just not a recipe for for winning against good teams. I had no problem picking against the Buccaneers, but I would never pick against Tom Brady. 
So it was a weird dichotomy that I just, right. you know, the Buccaneers weren't a good team this year. Average margin of victory was two points more than the Texans' average margin of victory. It was 6.3, Greg. You're not, yeah, and, and Dallas does have firepower there. The defense no-showed. You know, Brady throwing 64 times, I mean, that, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and then the idea that they beat Dallas in week one and won 19-3 was kind of their best game, probably where they looked the most like they were supposed to look, if you will. But it's so far removed. It's four months ago. Um, you know, the fact that it was here, you'd think that's an advantage, but they haven't necessarily been a better team at home. Um, yeah. So to have a zero in the fourth quarter, um, to have, you know, everything go the way it did, where the drama in the, the the second half of Tom Brady's potential last game is whether or not the opposing kicker is going to make an extra point. That that's not what people saw going in. Probably. Where's Bruce Arians in all of this? Uh, I think just watching from afar. Uh, I think he's you know kind of laid low this season. Um, you'll see him at practice. He's in a golf cart just like he was as a head coach. Um, but no, I don't think it's anything real prominent. You know, if Byron Leftwich goes, I don't know if Bruce will be back with this team, even in the kind of consulting capacity he's been this year. Uh, they just put him in the ring of honor. It's probably a chance for him to, to just go to retirement and enjoy himself. Uh, I know you uh, cover the NFC South for Fox Sports. Carolina's got an opening. Uh, what role do you think Sean Payton plays in Carolina, if any? It's tough. I mean, I think he's probably the the brass ring right now. He's probably the the top pick if you had all these openings and who you'd like to have. Uh, I think they have enough draft picks they could part with him. He knows the division well. I think David Tepper wants a splash higher probably. They've cast a wide net. Uh, I think Steve Wilkes did a good job there as an interim coach, but it seems like an ownership that wants to to have a bigger hire. I, I don't know if that can be. Uh, you know, you heard Harbaugh early on. That's probably out of the way now. Uh, Peyton would probably be the best of what's left, but it also could be uh, a young offensive assistant. They've certainly started talking to a, a lot of those. I'll leave you with this. Any chance the Buccaneers wouldn't want Tom Brady back? No. I, th I think given this franchise, uh, again, as ugly as this season was, it's the first time in their history they've won back-to-back -back division titles. And in a division that's still kind of lost, like the NFC South is, uh, if you had Tom Brady, I think people will think they're a favorite next year, regardless of what's around him. So, no, I think they'd love to have him back. Um, it, it's going to be a, a bit of a rebuild and a different team whenever he's gone. So they want to keep that going as long as they can. Greg, thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Greg Allman covers the Bucks NFC South for uh, Fox Sports. Yeah, I guess if you want him back, but it didn't sound like, you know, Tom Brady is going to be coming back to Tampa. He may come back to the NFL, but doesn't sound like he's coming back to Tampa. Oh, Shea and Irving. You got anything to complain about after last night? How about them Cowboys, Danny? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Dak went berserk last night, answered every remaining question about his abilities, played lights out. I don't think anybody's talking about that enough. He played incredibly well. And Brett Maher is my freaking MVP. Everybody needs to leave him alone. Poor guy. He's got the yips. And daddy had the under. <laughs> uh, yeah, we always talk about bad beats. That's a, that's a great win thanks to his missed uh -huh. extra points because the over-under was, what, 45 and a half? <laughs> yep, sure was. Daddy hit the under. I had no business winning that bet, none whatsoever, but I got bad news. I think I stepped in it, Danny. What? I got bad news. What? So yesterday, all day, I'm nervous, you know, the game's coming, I'm freaking out, and I didn't do any drinking. I didn't do anything else, not even marijuana, Danny, nothing. 
I had to switch it up. I've never seen a playoff game sober, but now I can't change it. So now I'm stuck sober watching football when the Cowboys are on. Yes, Seton. And the weird part is I was high and drunk screaming at my TV going, run the damn ball! Run the ball! Oh, you were you were it was a body switch movie. It was a body it. switch movie between me and Shay. This is amazing. Free run the Friday, damn ball! All over again. Like a parent Yeah. Uh, so you're going sober until it uh, comes to an end. Do I have a choice, Danny? I don't have a choice. It's a secret sauce. I would not. Me- I would not mess with the streak here. Can't do it. How did you do with uh, gambling? With the uh, the picks that we have on the Dan Patrick uh, takes a gamble podcast. Two and two. Thank God USC covered the three and a half against Colorado. I needed that win. <laughs> but as far as football wise. I mean, you know, one and two or whatever. Not okay. so good. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm going to be out of the country. I forgot to tell you. Wait, by choice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is a good trip. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm landing like two hours before the Cowboys game, so I got to fly sober, too. It's a bad, bad decision I made last night. Wait, where are you going? It's called the Bahamas. Okay. Well,. There's no extradition going on, right? No, I'm good. This is a, but, uh, what are we doing? The roommate's coming. We're not taking the kids. It's going to be wild. Okay, but you can't join us for the podcast to make your picks? Danny, I could, but I might be speaking a different language at that point. Wait, you just told me you aren't going to be drinking. You're going to be sober for the Cowboys. No, 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 no. Strike that from the record, Danny. Erroneous on both counts. <laughs> I'm only going to be sober the days the Cowboys play. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's, you know, shifting the goalpost a little bit. All right. Well, safe travels, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you sometime next week, hopefully. Get it in, Danny. All right. There you go. Shea and Irving. Everything's good, except your uh, field goal kicker, who helped you then win the under. You know, you're, I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden, you know, they show Tom Cruise, and I was like, Tom Cruise? What's he doing? Is he a Cowboy fan? He's Canadian, right? No, he's from Kentucky. I just thought Tom Cruise was grew up in. Oh, he isn't from Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, Kentucky's essentially the Canada of the United States. <laughs> sure. Very friendly place. Yeah. Uh, John Daly was there. Hulk Hogan was there. Now, it, do you build up to the celebrities? Like, do you start out with John Daly, then Hulk Hogan, then Tom Cruise? Yes. Or do you lead with Tom Cruise, Hulk Hogan, John Daly? Save like, the best for last. You got to do that. But they led with Tom Cruise. That was a mistake. Okay. Yeah, Paul. How do you think it works if you're like the people who run the suites for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, and all of a sudden Tom Cruise's people call and say, yeah, Tom wants to come to the game tomorrow. Does somebody lose their suite? Does Tom Cruise join another suite, like a corporate suite? or Because my guess is Tom Cruise can out-suite anybody. Well, I don't think Tom's going in there for a meet and greet. Right, but like this, does his people call and say he wants to come to the game and they have a suite on standby for a heavy hitter like that? Yeah, but then Hulk Hogan. Then you have John Daly. Not that they're, hey, you're going to have to vacate. You got Hulk Hogan coming in. Daly's probably on uh, Jerry Jones' tab because Arkansas guys. Probably. But Tom Cruise's people call up and, like, Dan, let's say Joe Blow, the millionaire in Tampa, has a suite. Mm. Do they ask him to give it up? I'd love to know the process. Yes, Tom. Is it possible Cruz thought it was a Dallas Maverick game? Mm.
<laughs> I thought you would love that one. I did last night, but not again. Yeah, but the f- listeners, the viewers don't know about our little text last night. It's fresh to them. Okay. It, it's, it was funnier b- before you performed it. Because a Top Gun Maverick. That's, hey. That was... That's where I was going. Uh, what's poll question we're going to go with there, Seton? Man, after that, that's a tough one. I went with, is Dak Prescott an elite quarterback? Okay. True or false? <laughs> Recency bias? He no, might be. I just, people are pretty high on him this morning. Okay. He played great. I'd have no complaints. That, that offense gave you everything that you needed as you get ready to take on the 49ers. It'll be a little more challenging, I think, going against the Niners defense. Just a little bit more. And you're going against a more balanced offense there. But Dallas is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Right. I mean, he did play well against a team you could say probably didn't belong in the playoffs. That is true. Tampa wasn't a good team this year. No. 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 They were an average, below-average team. Their record was 8-9. and nine. They were a below-average team. It was weird. I'm watching the game, and I, I have no confidence in the Buccaneers, but I have extreme confidence in Tom Brady. And those two didn't match up last night because both played terrible. Yes, Pauling. I have an idea for a playoff rule adjustment. You want to hear it? Okay. I've, we've said this before. I've always been in favor of rule that if you have a losing record in the NFL, especially now that there's 17 games, you can finish 8-9, you cannot make the playoffs under any circumstances. You should not be rewarded for having a losing record. Well, you shouldn't be able to host a playoff game. I'd like to go further and say if you have a losing record, mm. you don't get to play in the playoffs. That will motivate a lot of people. Part of the rule means that the next best wildcard team would get that playoff spot. They have to have a winning record, obviously. So that means if that rule were in place this year, Tampa would have been out of the playoffs and the Detroit Lions at 9 yeah. would have been in. Don't you think that would have been a more competitive game with Detroit? Well, we want to see Brady. It would have been a better game. Yes. But would Detroit be hosting that game? No. Okay. So that's a double whammy. The, the better team would also get the host. But I, don't you think that's a rule that would fly by? Because we don't like rewarding losing. Well, it's happened a couple of times. But it's almost like, you know, we, we have so many college bowl games that if you have six wins on the air, right. you get you qualify your bowl eligible. But those are fake games they make. Like if you make yes. the Gasparilla Bad Boy Mowers Bowl, yeah. that doesn't change the landscape. In the no, it does not. I, I think if that rule was ever proposed. Mm. Well, we can propose it. Yes. Yeah, but the thing about like Tom Brady, you're watching last night, there's... Uh, Three minutes left in the game. They've gotten absolutely crushed all day, but they're like, okay, quick touchdown and a, you know, onside kick. You get that back. Now we got some. They got the onside kick back, and you're like, Tommy is alive. I don't care. You, I stayed right through the whole end of the game, even though, because it's like, you never know. Let's see what happens. You wouldn't have done that with, you know, other quarterbacks. They were a bad team. They were a bad team. Yes, yeah, Tom. I like Paulie's suggestion because it's almost like division relegation. The NFC South was so bad, none of them had any business participating in the postseason. Thank you, Todd. Welcome. Uh, Ted in Tampa. Hi, Ted. Yeah, hey, GP. Went to the game last night. A uh, little bit surprised by the amount of touchdowns Dallas scored, but absolutely not surprised uh, by the outcome. As you know, uh, uh, our offensive line provided – we had the worst running game in the entire league this year. Yep. Our left tackle led the entire <laughs> league in penalties. Uh with uh, 13, 100 yards, he brought back, personally brought back, two touchdowns. One running by Fournette and one pass to uh, Mike Evans because of holding. And last night, uh, you saw right in the beginning, he was holding uh, Parsons. 
with his entire arm around the guy's neck and head. Uh, we we really the Bucks really need to cut that guy, even if they need to pay him to stay home next year. He just gets older and slower. Uh, no, I know, he, he, Ted. Thank you. I know that this is this has been a big problem for you the entire season. He loves bringing up the left tackle for the Buccaneers. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Curtis in New York. Hi, Curtis. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, six foot three, two ninety. Hey, so I definitely was okay with the missed field goals last night because I took Dallas at minus two and a half and the under. Nice, nice. Yeah, so I, I was, I was feeling pretty good up until the onside kick there, though. Then I started sweating bullets. <laughs> the fact that the over under was forty five, and you have four missed extra points there. Oof. Yes, Paul. I got a little Tom Cruise update. Well, wait, hold on. Okay, it's but, not that. I don't know if it's oh, it's teasing. not. Oh, okay. Save it. No, okay. Save it. I don't know. I wish they I could. teach you to do this in the business where you go, oh, hey, tease it, and then keep the audience through the commercial break. Tom Cruise was at the game last night, but that's only the beginning of the story. Oh, find, find out, out now. <laughs> All right. Why not? Do you want it? Oh, you're gonna hold people. Tr- <laughs> yeah, let's disappoint people like other shows do. All right, uh, Fritzy. Let me hear you tease that so people will stay through the commercial break. Coming up, you saw Tom Cruise, the Top Gun, in the ball in the stadium. No, that's not going to work. There, that's not going to work. That's why I like to script these things. No, it was not good. Unfortunately, you can't script this show. Yeah. But we have something I that thought, will top that. I, I thought that this was the show. I didn't was know you scripted. were coming to me with that. Yeah, yeah. See, I feel like I kind of nailed the tease. You did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> tease a Yeah, we don't. We don't like yeah. to, to do it, you know, go to the break doing something positive here. How know? can we top Top Gun? No, no, nah, no, too late. no, too late. no, 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 no. Take a break. Play of the day up next after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been still on the line. Get off the show. Oh, off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Oh my God! The play, the play, play. of the day. Runner left side, got it. I'm gonna play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. It's fourth and goal. They're gonna pass up the three. What they're gonna do is play action. Fourth and goal. Man in motion, left to right. Inside a play action, bootleg of the left. Prescott all the way. Runs it in for the touchdown, and he's fired up. That's courtesy of the Cowboys Radio Network. Wonderful fake by Dak Prescott. Fourth and goal. Fourth quarterback in NFL history with 300 passing yards, four touchdown passes, and a rushing touchdown in a game. Boy, you could win some money with the other three if you were going to bet on that. Can you name any of the other three quarterbacks who have had 300 yards passing, Four passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in a postseason game. Paulie? First name that popped in my head, Steve Young of the Niners. No. Todd. Patrick Mahomes. No. Seaton. Josh Allen? No. Marvin. Matt Ryan. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Wow. <laughs> Cheater. <clears throat> Did you cheat? Oh, I put together play of the day, so I knew that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very honest. Very honest. Uh, that you is, know how Marvin did a little pause before he said Matt Ryan? Yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Uh, the other quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one? Anybody want to get Marvin? You can't guess. Four passing touchdowns, 300 yards passing, and a rushing touchdown. Paulie? I don't have an answer, but the way you're saying it, this guy's not known for running. And that's why I said you would win money by trying to come up with the answers for this. Because it's a challenging question. Oh, Tom Brady. No. Because he quarterback sneaks. Todd. Roger Staubach. No. Seton. Uh, I don't know. Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Peyton Manning. Thank <laughs> Pretty excited about that, huh? Well, you know, Peyton Manning did the same play. That was the naked bootleg where he walked it in. They showed that on uh, a couple days ago. 
But you didn't remember I it. Just remember yes, it a little you too did. late. Play of the day brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Same game parlays. Pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app. Sign up. Use the code Patrick. Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. We got a Tom Cruise update. He was at the game last night. Seton, a poll question update, and then we'll get to the breaking news with Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, it's not breaking news? Not at all. Okay. All right. Why was he there? Dot, dot, dot. Yes, yeah, Dan, right now 67% of our audience say that Dak Prescott is not an elite okay. quarterback. Right. Not elite. Okay. That would be false statement. Okay. Paulie, the Tom Cruise update. The breathy. Uh, I really thought Tom Cruise was Canadian, and I don't know why, but it was in my head that he was Canadian. We had him on years ago, and he talked about like trying hockey growing up or something like that, and we had him on like 15 years ago. Cruise was born actually in Syracuse, New York, to an uh, electrical engineer and an uh, education teacher. who was They were from Kentucky, but they lived up in Syracuse, New York. He moved as like a seven- or eight-year-old to Canada. And he lived in Canada for a decade. Most mm. of his youth was spent in Ottawa and other places. Mm. He went to 14 different schools in 15 years. Uh, eventually, his parents broke up, and he moved down to Cincinnati, Dan, for a while and was uh, at a Catholic uh, school seminary, actually. He got kicked out of the seminary for drinking. He, in his senior year of high school, he, he tried out for the football team, made the varsity team, was playing as a linebacker, cut from the squad after getting caught by, for drinking beer before a game. And then he went on to star in the production of Guys and Dolls. And he graduated from a high school in New Jersey. 14 schools in 15 years, but he did spend the lion's share of his life okay. under 18 in Canada. Ottawa specifically. And his uh, real last name is Maypother. Yeah. Thomas Cruz Maypother III. Junior the third. And he's actually the fourth. Oh, Junior the third, fourth. Right. Okay. We didn't say anything about alcohol, Joel. <laughs> Todd, Todd loves... Risky business lines. Greatest. Yeah. His back story is, I don't think a lot of people know it. Yeah. He had some troubles. Cracked my egg. My egg's cracked. It's ruined. My egg's ruined. <laughs> nice job. You ruined it. Can't be replaced. Okay. Show of hands, people like the movie Risky Business. Okay. Marvin, did you watch Risky Business? Everyone else putting their hand up, so it just sounded like, <laughs> like a good idea. No, you didn't see it, did you? No, not once. Well, you didn't see it twice. That's a really good movie. I thought you were giving him a homework assignment to watch that. You've got to see that. I, I have so many movies that Marvin has to see. Okay, how about this? We're going to pick one movie for you to see. Seton? But Marvin gets to pick a movie for you to see. No, I don't care. Yeah, because yeah, you're never going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I don't watch that. <laughs> I mean, I won't watch it in one sitting. All right. Uh, how about we just say Risky Business? That's your homework assignment by next Monday. Sounds good. I'm okay. in. Okay. What movie do you want me to watch? I was going to say Breaking 2 Electric Book. Yeah. Great choice. <laughs> but you didn't see one, Dan. You'd I be did lost. not. Yeah. I did not. Uh, Turbo and Ozone crush it. Yeah, the Ozone storyline is not going to make any sense to you. <laughs> okay. You seen Goodfellas? Yes. Goodfellas. Yes. Have you? Um, uh, probably, I have not watched it from wire to wire. <laughs> you didn't see it. I watched, I've watched bits and pieces. You put it all together, and I think I got uh, the plot. I think I got it. The uh, Lufthansa uh, heist there at the airport. Yes, oh, my lucky hat. You know, I'll do risky business just because I saw this movie about a week ago. Juice. Oh, that's a great movie. Is Janet Jackson in that? 
No, that's Poetic Justice. Janet Jackson's in there with Tupac. Juice is Tupac, Omar Epps. Okay. All right, so I got to watch Juice. Samuel not, Jackson's in it? Not gin and juice. You can drink gin and juice okay. while watching juice. Laid back. Juice is a good flick. <laughs> yeah. Going to do that. Okay. All right. Bishop, I want to say, right? Uh, Isn't that his name, Bishop? Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, Polly, great idea. I like the rule proposal. There should not be a under 500 team in the NFL postseason. Um, just doesn't make sense, doesn't make for a good game, and we kind of saw that last night once they came on the field and they just couldn't even score. Um, Tom Brady, he has something that nobody else does. He's doing things that nobody else has done, so I don't know how he loses anything. But, um, hey, I do have a stat of the day, thanks to Ross Tucker for trying out last yesterday, but um, I've got one from last night's game. Okay, here we go. Over the past 26 NFL postseasons of teams with 14 or more playoff games, the Dallas Cowboys still have the worst playoff winning percentage, 28.6, even with last night's win. That's your Celebrate That, Shay, out of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. More phone calls coming up, and we'll check in with the Cowboys right after this. One more item as we close out our one Panini America. Ah, oh, you got to love Panini America. America does. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain. They got one-of-a-kind digital cards there. They're available in packs, but also Panini's public auctions that are located on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. You got the official products from the NFL, UFC, NBA, FIFA World Cup, and collegiate sports. Sports. Collectors can share their cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards. Panini NFTs are the place to be for the NFL playoffs and the stretch run of the NBA. Panini NFT platform, you can find those unique one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Select NFT holders have access to on-field experiences at NFL games and backstage at the UFC and more. That's PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.